Hello listeners and welcome to the Invercast. This is the official Lauren Football podcast with myself, Caelan. And myself, Mark. <laughs> Mark, just tell me a bit about yourself. Well, I'm from Kilray. I'm, you can call me a possibly an honorary Lauren fan. I've been to the first game in September and I just really kind of fell in love with the Inver Park and the whole project and the team. I'm uh, from Lauren originally and I work behind the bar actually during the social club at the football club so I can see kind of firsthand how the club has really progressed over even the past year really. It's really fantastic to see so hopefully the plan with this podcast is to get you through your day especially in this times of all this coronavirus just to give you a bit of an hour to take your mind off it and hopefully just sit back relax and enjoy with um, our very first guest Jesus in disguise himself at mm-hmm. <laughs> So I'd like to formally welcome you then to the podcast, your first ever guest. Um, how's it feel? Yeah, good, good. Um, it's been nice to kind of um, have something to do in the day. Um, been been quite boring, self-isolating. I'm back at home now in uh, York with my family. So it's um, it's been nice to kind of see them and spend some time with them. But at the same time, I'm missing the football and the season as well. You'd rather be playing rather than all this time off, I assume. I oh, know, definitely, definitely. But uh, especially being so close to the end of the season, and we were on a we were on a good run as well. So it was um, it was kind of a shame that we kind of um, the momentum kind of stopped, and um, we're about to do this. But um, no, it's been okay. It's just um, it's just uh, keeping myself fit now, and like all the lads are doing, just trying to stay fit and healthy and keeping minds right because you never know when the uh, season's going to get going again. Uh, you just touched on it there, Ben. I just want to ask you about this period because I'm sure like everyone's kind of in the same boat. This is an unusual circumstance that everyone's having to deal with. Uh, so I just wanted to hear from you. How is the training going by yourself in isolation? Because I'm sure it's different to what it's like back here at Inver when you've got the other players and coaches to push on and motivate you. Is it not quite a different scenario doing it by yourself and having to find the motivation yeah big time I think when you're in training every day and you've got all the other guys there like you said and the rest of your teammates it's it's a lot easier and you you push each other along when training sessions might be hard or gym sessions and things like that but when you're by yourself it's it can be that little more bit more difficult uh, for me to go and see my family as well it's been good and um, just wish it was kind of maybe at the end of the season it was a bit different yeah you're not gonna um, a video on social media i've seen some of the guys have their training videos seeing marty donnelly and mark randall's was a bit strange but you're, you're not going to do that are you <laughs> <laughs> i don't know do you reckon i should why not maybe, why maybe. Not? i don't know i know maybe i don't know i don't know what i do maybe i should i'm waiting to get tagged in one of these um uh videos to do but um no one's no one likes me enough to tag me in them so <laughs> oh, i'm sure they do man. i'm sure everyone would want to know what genius in disguise is up to back home <laughs> i can't do any kick-ups with a toilet roll so i <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you'll find something. So just a tackle football side of things. So was the plan always to be a footballer, or did the opportunity just fall into a new grasp of both fans? No, I think from uh, ever since I was like really young, that's always what I wanted to do. My dad's kind of was really supportive me when I was growing up and really kind of like looked up to him to maybe be a footballer and I think growing up I played for a team called Amptill Town and uh, there was a great kind of like bunch of lads there and I just fell in love with it straight away from a young age I joined uh, Milton Keynes Dons and I think I was seven or eight years old and right then I just like 
always had my eyes set on being a footballer. So you were from Luton, were you, I believe? So that's how, is that half an hour or so for Milton Keynes? Yeah, so I grew, I was born in, um, yeah, I was born in Luton, um, but we moved when I was really young before I'd even started playing football to uh, lived in like a small town uh, just kind of outside Milton Keynes and um, towards Bedford. It was like, um, it's called Ampthill and it was great. And then um, I've made, uh, that's where I've done all my growing up and still got really, really good close mates from there. And it was, it was perfect. It was only, uh, it was about 20 minutes down the road from Milton Keynes. And we, um, when I was playing for Amstel Town at the time, it was a big kind of open trial. The Milton Keynes scouts were down there. And fortunately enough, like I got I got picked to go in and have a trial and I've done really well. And ever since then, it's I've just, it's always what I wanted to do. You touched there upon John and uh, MK Dons from such an early age. What effect did that have like on you as like, outside of football as well because obviously joining at such a young age you might get distracted from other stuff such as like various school works or other ventures you have outside of football did that make you more focused to become a professional footballer or did it have the adverse effect i think joining at such a young age i think you're always in kind of a professional environment and i thought i always looked up to uh, what was the next step and being at a young age it would be you know get into the next stage group or and the, the more it went on the closer you felt you were going to get towards you know a scholarship or a time with the first team and I always from whatever age, age I was there I looked up to first team players that were playing around that time and um, it was it was it was really like it never I never really got distracted it was uh, it was hard I think when you were you're growing up and you've got exams and things and you're like oh what am I doing here can I yeah. do this and be a footballer or am I going to focus on you know but like schoolwork a bit more and I think uh, MK were fantastic with education side as well and they made you kind of make sure that you know all your work was up to date and uh, they really took care and your schooling because I mean reality is like not a lot of people kind of like make it in that situation yeah. so um, I was I, I was I was on it was good I mean I was brought up around both sides so but fortunately enough I managed to be a footballer but I think if things didn't go the other way I was I would have been fine to kind of go and do whatever I um wanted to do but I always had my eyes set on you know being a professional footballer yeah. there was a lot of good senior pros around MK Dons people like Alan Smith uh, was Deepmore Ham on there at the time so you had plenty of people to learn from probably yeah and I was when I was coming through I mean there was who said there was people like um Darren Potter and uh, there was Dean Lewinson the captain and you know coming through as a scholar they're really kind of good guys to be around and um, I think like everyone everyone that I always spoke to or members of staff like you said like Alan Smith and people like that who became part of the coaching staff they always kind of made sure that you know people's schoolwork as well was so important and the manager at the time uh, was Carl Robinson and he had he had a really I remember being in it was about like 14 or 15 and he always, always was making sure, you know, everyone in the academy, their schoolwork comes first. And uh, there was times where lads would maybe have to miss training sessions because of schoolwork and things like that. So it was it was really good. And I feel quite fortunate because I think that a lot of other places might not have um, looked after you in that sort of way. So, I mean, the, the guys that I still speak to now that I grew up playing with, they're all in great jobs and maybe just playing football part time. So I think like for them and even for me, if I ever stopped playing, it would be a good thing that I took all that seriously. 
it's good. It's good to see um, clubs like Higginfield Ons uh, looking after their players. That's even the young ones, you know, because uh, I think a lot of people get don't take those kind of clubs as seriously as they would like such as like Premiership clubs and all the praise goes to them. But I think rightly, rightly so, you touched upon it. It's great that the likes of the managers are making sure all the players are focusing on other stuff as well as their time on the pitch. Yeah, definitely. I think, like I said before, there's it's such a small kind of percentage of people that will get to become a professional footballer and going through an academy. I mean, uh, you might be fortunate enough to maybe not get a contract and go somewhere else and another team you could go to. But I mean, the reality is you're, it's it's hard. It's it's real kind of, it's like people are, I guess, once you kind of get to that end, there's only it narrows down to one or two boys that might get contracts and, it is like 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 I said, it is really important that all that education side and the way they look after you is is right. And yeah, I think I'm not I can't speak for other teams, but I know that the way that MK kind of treated me as I was growing up and through the academy and scholarship and everything was great. And I was prepared for all sorts of anything that was to happen to me. But I think it's it's such a hard thing because I mean any young lad in that situation, they're like it. Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm, just yeah. going to be a footballer I'm just going to be a footballer you know and it's great like everyone wants to be a footballer but there's the other side as well um, yeah so I suppose MK Don sometimes like what, what what was the atmosphere like at MK Don's around that time you joined it might have been the whole issue with Wimbledon were you a MK Don's fan growing up or <laughs> no I mean I'm a I'm a Watford fan so um, me my dad's a real big Watford fan I kind of just grew up always supporting Watford and um when we moved, Milton Keynes was kind of the closest. It was new. I remember joining and we didn't play at the stadium that was there at the moment. I was it was about eight or nine. I went to my first MK game and it was um, at the it was like called like the National Hockey Stadium and it was a bit bit different to what the stadium is like now. But no, I, yeah, I always growing up like yeah, I always Watford and um, I started going to the MK games. Um, from like a really young age so I think I did grow to be a fan and even now like keep an eye out on how they're getting on and yeah I bet you're glad the season's over now that since Watford weren't having the best of seasons I know <laughs> <laughs> well, <were they? laughs> one good one aside to be fair the Wimbledon uh, sort of thing was it was a strange strange thing because you know when when I was there nothing Wimbledon kind of what I remember they were they were just a team I can't even remember what league they would have been in that time they would have having to start up again and I remember kind of like yeah. as I was getting older and getting close to the first team they were creeping up the leagues and getting closer to us and I remember going to the first game that Wimbledon played MK and it was at Stadium MK now and uh, the atmosphere was unbelievable and the crowd was so it was a sellout crowd and it was a really kind of strange atmosphere and I think yeah. you, not until you get a bit older you realise all the history behind the two teams and how it all happened and it's a real strange thing and I played in a um, when I broke through for the to the first team I actually played a game uh, away at Wimbledon I think it was the first time they played away at Wimbledon's ground and I played and um, we it was the strangest atmosphere it was yeah it was horrible I think it was 18 19 and like it was it was really horrible and um you know as you can imagine the fans and that they weren't they weren't the nicest and it was it was strange I mean it was a great experience now like looking back and thinking kind of like that's what I played in but it was yeah it was really strange kind of being that age as well and we um (laughs) I think we lost the game 
we lose, yeah, we lost the game two 0 I think I uh, I mucked up for one of the goals, so they didn't they uh, they didn't like me too much, and my hair was just growing out, but it was like yeah. that stupid awkward length, so I was getting a bit of stick for that. So <laughs> oh, I can imagine only the, all the yeah. fans were out there. Yeah, <laughs> you you touched upon there your when you your first involvement with a first team and kind ons. Uh, talk to me a bit about that season because obviously coming through the academy and stuff was there pressure on you to perform on the pitch or was it just constant reassurance from the manager you had at the time I do believe uh, Connor Robinson correct me if I'm wrong uh, just to play your own game and enjoy the football yeah I think growing up in the I don't know about other academies but growing up at the Milton Keynes Academy it was um, it was all just about expressing yourself and being as good as you can be on the ball and it was we had so much freedom and it's it's um, everyone kind of that was involved in that kind of age group anyone that in them in that kind of age bracket and below it was they were all unbelievable on the ball and they were allowed to have the freedom to do what they wanted and it wasn't until I started playing more for the uh, under 18s and first team where it was right let's work more on actual football um, so it was, had a real kind of opportunity just to kind of make loads of mistakes and nothing was forced upon me or anything like that. It was just what I thought was right. And it was um, it was really good. And we had a coach as I was growing up, um, Dan Machichi, and he was um, I he was unbelievable. And he, he really helped me in my game. And I think like stuff that I'd even use now or do now, it's kind of come from him and breaking through into the first team. Carl Robinson was kind of, it was it's so good because it's, he had loads of footballers to choose from. And, it, and then it yeah. was kind of like, right, it's his job then to, you know, make them into actual, they can go and play. And you learn more of the details in games and other things like that. And, um, but I think from like growing up, like the, the platform that they gave me on it was, it, I could just kind of be who I wanted to be as a player. And it was great. Was it easier to grow into the first team, considering that you'd been at the club so long since you were seven or eight, that you were always already there? Yeah, it was. It's, it's the strangest feeling because you kind of, you got when I joined under eights, you kind of obviously there's no contracts or anything like that. It's just you play under eights, and if you're good enough, they keep you on for the under nines and tens and so on. And I went up all the age groups, and it was like, right, I have another good season. I'll get, I'll play for the under thirteens, and you play again, fourteens, fifteens, and then all of a sudden it was like, right, I'm in the, I'm being offered a scholarship here, and going down for and then you're like wow like I've done all of that for the past you know seven eight years and I think like that kind of makes you think like oh like I've worked so hard to do this like I'm gonna be in the first team and that's the kind of way I took it it was it was a strange one for me as well because I had I remember joining um under sevens or eights and the left back at the time was Dean Lewinton and uh, the captain and uh when I broke through and I got given a contract in the first team, he was still there and yeah. he was still starting left back and still captain. And it was so strange because then there was, I played a couple of games and he was on the, I started over him, obviously <laughs> he was, and it was just really strange because you kind of thought like, well, like I joined when I was you know, seven years old and now he's on the bench and I'm playing. And it was, yeah. it was a really kind of weird feeling. I think like growing up, you always kind of like, I mean, I've got photos of me and him from like when I was seven or eight years old. And now I was like playing in 
the first team with him. And I think like yes, it's such a good feeling that. And yeah. uh, I think looking, I always used to kind of look up to players like that and try and like aspire to be like them and players in the first team. And then all of a sudden you're in it, and it was it's a great feeling. I'm sure that really did give you the motivation to kick on with the career, knowing that you were able and had the ability to start over, like as you said, the club captain at that time. Yeah, I think the whole the whole time, I think it's just about, um, and I'm sure any other kind of player will tell you, it's just about like taking your opportunities and um, yeah. when they when they come. And uh, there was times in my my thing was always in. I remember being young and. If I was a lot of kind of youngsters, maybe get to play in a pre-season game and um, maybe get given an opportunity. And my thing was then it was like, well, this could be the only shot I get to do it. So I'm going to try and be better than the person who's playing in front of me or just show them everything that I'm good at. And it was, I think, taking opportunities is just so important in that situation. And that's that's what I that's what I tried to do as much as I could, and um, because you never know when opportunities like that are going to come a, come again. You had quite a memorable game in the League Cup. Was against Newport. That was, was that your debut for the club? No. Um, yeah, it was my debut. That was a good. Yeah. You score. I think scored in that. See, Mark Randall scored in that game as well. For he was playing for Newport yeah. County, I believe. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's weird. Like when um, uh, I remember, like we, I should, I, I was, I seen him the other day, and I showed him a photo, and he, when he was taking the penalty, like I was on the edge of the D, and he was like, oh yeah, that's right. Like it was. Uh, that's kind of weird, and it's uh, strange how, um, because it was when I was in the first team. Obviously, Mark was, Mark was in at MK as well, and then obviously he went away to Newport, and then I started breaking through more t- into the first team, and yeah, it was strange now. Obviously, because Mark's here with us at Lawn, it was strange that you know my first ever game Mark played at Newport. So you never, you never kind of know who you're going to kind of meet again playing. Yeah, really, really, it's a small world essentially. Yeah, and we and we beat him that day, so three two. It makes a so. bragging rights even better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so your first season in and around the first team at MK Dons, what was it? What was the feeling like? Because um, am I right in saying there was kind of like a merry ground of managers? In around that season, and obviously yeah, so, in, in between the championship and league two, it's league one's a kind of I would like imagine's a weird kind of league. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my the first when I got offered my first deal, we were going into the championship, um, so that was um, I I was I didn't get involved in the first team at all. Kind of that season, it was being your first year. It was it's just you know trying to go to that next level and playing into the championship is like unbelievable and um i wasn't i wasn't involved too much but training and the players that we had around at that time that made me so much better because every day you were going in and at the start i just thought oh well like the players that are here training now i'm so at my depth and it's it took me a while and i think that's almost a good thing it's chucked me in at the deep end a bit and i was around all these unbelievable players and um when we got relegated it was i was going into my second year and that's the year when we kind of managers kind of chopped and changed and looking back i think it's a it's a good experience because um things like that always going to happen in football and at the start you know it was i Obviously, I'd grew up and done everything with Carl Robinson being the manager. And at that time, there was he wasn't the manager. And then there was a couple of others. And it took a while to kind of settle down. And 
it was really weird feeling there was a lot of you know going in you maybe there wouldn't be any staff in one day you'd be like oh, yeah. no, like what's happened and it was it, but looking back I think it's a good experience and if you can kind of deal with things like that at like a younger age it's good because it's it's something that is reality this could happen in football at any time it's if you if it's a good opportunity you know with new managers coming in and things like that it's it just shows that it's important that a manager could love you and one minute and a new manager might not think as much and I think it's important that no matter how much you think oh, I'm in the team I'm doing really well that you just keep working hard and keep trying to do better like you said it, it teaches you a lot at an early age is when you can deal with stuff like that going on in the club like a lot of un, uncertainty while also dealing with that off off the pitch you can then go and deliver it on the pitch so I'm, so I'm sure it's taught you a lot of valuable like skills and lessons to take with you like as your career progresses yeah definitely I think it's just um it helps you stay focused and I mean there's going to be so much as a team you're going to be faced with so much like adversity and it could be anything and I think like it's important that you've got to stay focused and you can't take things to heart too much because you never know how much how long something's going to last for and you've got to like I said before just make the most of every opportunity that you've got because you never know when things change and it does it it really helps because you go and you look at teams and players now and it, it does it, it it helps you out for the future you had some yeah. experience out on loan then didn't you in the you were at Histon and Brightley Town non-league football for a while so I played uh, my first ever loan was uh, when I first signed uh, professionally I, obviously like I said I wasn't gonna go straight into the first team and just training and I think any footballer will tell you it doesn't you can train as much as you can it's just all about playing minutes and playing football and I was at a young age I went and I think I was 17 or 18 and I signed for Histon on loan for six months just to kind of play men's football and I think they're in the Evo stick at, at that time and it was my first kind of taste of playing men's football and you know when you're growing up it doesn't matter win lose or draw it doesn't matter it's you know you're learning and you're improving but you kind of all of a sudden it's changing now from going from that like 16 year old where you just learn and you can make mistakes to ah oh, right now I'm on loan this is like people's jobs and you've got to get three points and it means so much to everyone and it's uh it's a different you're going into games with a different mindset going out on loan at such a young age it's it made me realize more than going back into the first team all oh, right this is how much three points means to everyone and this is what it takes to get three points and it was uh and the fe- the feeling after if you don't get three points and it was it was a good experience to have and um having that at a young age i ended up staying for the whole season it was good it gives you that that taste of men's football it gives yeah. you a bit of maturity that you don't get just in the academy perhaps like yeah definitely definitely you're around like men and maybe players that have played at a high level that have now dropped down and yeah like I said I think playing for three points is so different and when I was in that team at Histon some of the things I can really believe it was I remember my first game for them and I came in at half time and obviously playing academy football and things everyone's it's really nice and you're comfortable and it's fine and my first game I think we was 2-0 down at half time and managers were going mental and stuff was being thrown and there was like all sorts of words being said and then it kind of made you realize like wow like this is what it's really like and I think 
for any like young footballer I think like it's so important to get that experience because it's what happens and it's uh it's it's a good thing to have at a young age such good experience you know it's that more and more in f- football nowadays where the players say how important it is and how much of a difference there is between playing um men's football compared to boys football say at an underage level and I think in particularly in your case Ben whenever you came over here and um, you saw it straight into the Lauren team I think the that, that aspect of your game the fact that you've, you, knew, you knew what it meant to play for the three points you already knew that so that just made you even more capable of adapting to Irish League football yeah definitely I think like you always go in it was my first kind of move officially kind of away from MK and it, I knew going in I wasn't I'd been I'd experienced everything in a way obviously not yeah. um, as much as maybe some of the other boys have but I'd experienced enough to kind of know what it meant to be in a first team and to play for the league or and to battle for three points and it was I think that was it was good I was going in there kind of not not afraid because I kind of I knew what bad times look like and the good times look like so yeah. I was um it was it was good and I was I was so happy um at that time to kind of go there um can you tell us a bit about how the move to Larne came about my contract at uh, Milton Keynes was uh, coming to an end and um I hadn't I probably I probably hadn't done enough to get an, a new contract and maybe play play enough games and I think when it happened I was I was obviously I was a bit gutted, obviously, because I, I was thinking oh, I want to stay at MK for a long time, and they're playing in League One, I think it was, and or League Two, and I was, I was like, oh, that's a good team, and I was just kind of like, well, I, I don't know, kind of, I think having a bit of change now is the right thing to do, and I think it made me, you kind of being at a place for so long, in even it, it being a young age, I kind of just maybe got a bit too comfortable, and yeah. just felt like, oh well, it's. I'm always going to be here and yeah. it was I think it took me a thing where yeah I could go somewhere else to kind of really kind of almost just refresh and just start again and really get motivation back and uh, focus on my football more the move came about when I there was a I think there was um there was a scout um who was kind of helping um the gaffer and people kind of look at players and things and he actually worked used to work at mk and i, I knew him and um he gave me a call and just told me about the opportunity and um kind of had a look into it and i was like ah oh, like <laughs> no chance <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then like, if i'm being honest i just thought oh no way like what what's he doing and then um when i started really looking into it and when I spoke with Tian and everyone and a couple of other boys and I was like, oh, this, uh, this almost sounds too good to be true. And yeah. um, I, ca- I came over and uh, before I signed just to have a look and um, see what my thoughts were. And straight away, I was just like, yeah, I, I could see myself playing here. And I was everything that was promised to me and said it was it delivered and I was I was so happy with the move and I was so grateful that that scout gave me a call and uh, helped me out to come here and everything that Tim and, and Kenny and everyone done when I first moved over was fantastic. No, I, I think actually it's funny you touched on it, I think perfect because on the front people might be a bit anxious or apprehensive but like once you get to know the people and people behind the scenes everyone's very much all, all for one big cause and all for the bigger picture and everyone's so motivated in and around the club which you've, you've not you know well know um so 
I'm, I'm sure meeting with Tiernan and other boys around the club really sold you and coming to learn with the ambitions they have for the future. I think when you when you hear it, kind of, I was just hearing things over the phone, and I was a bit like, it's it's way too good to be true. And yeah. when you kind of when you speak to when I spoke to the gaffer and heard everything, and I was just like, yeah, this this is going to happen. And everything since I joined everything's happened and it's it just it, it, I, I remember coming over and we played a few games and I just everything that I wanted from my football at that time and it was everything and everything that the gaffer had promised me on the phone it was all there and I was just like well this is it's fantastic and speaking uh, to more boys like I'll t- I think they'd tell you the same and um, it was, it was like you said, it was everyone's kind of looking at that bigger picture, and it's such a good place to go and play your football. And it made me really excited to go and do it. Did you notice a change when you came over here? That just the way of life and the football and culture and how it differed from England, or? Yeah, it was it was different. I think it. I remember my first kind of three four games, and <laughs> I was uh, in the championship, and I was terrible. And it took me um, <laughs> took me a couple of games to kind of. Um, to really kind of like settle settle down into it i'd always kind of grew up kind of playing um football and playing against teams that were looking to kind of play football as well and it was more about tactics and uh off the ball things and it was you came over here in my first couple of games it was like oh this is a bit different and it took me a while to kind of get into the swing of how kind of Irish league football is when we started um, the gaffer kind of said you know we want to play football and, and do everything and uh, change kind of how Irish league is and I think we definitely have done that and I think playing in the championship you've seen the way we play some of our football I think it made a lot of teams question how they play their game and um, yeah. it was good to kind of it was good to be a part of that because I think like I said growing up I'd always played my I we'd always played football and yes. it was a couple first couple of games there was some teams and I was like well like this is a bit different here <laughs> like yeah they're maybe not doing the usual things that I'm used to and had to like quickly adapt but it was it was good because it brought out another side of my game and helped me work on things that I'd never had to work on before and yeah. it was uh, it's just it's made me a better player even in I'm sure in that transition period we, we speak of, um, even just the little things here uh, is is completely different to what it would be like in England. So whenever you're going to grounds or not say as many fans as it would be when you're playing for MK Dons, even just the overall quality of some pitches are just not up to standard because the money isn't here. But like you said, uh, it may, may have took you a few games, but I, I, I think it's, everyone can agree you, you came good in the end. Maybe, yeah, maybe after a few games, but no, I mean, I think, I think little things like you said, like the facilities and things like that, but saying that everyone is still really well looked after and they, they play the football the best way they can. And um, some teams that we played against last season, this season have been unbelievable. It's, uh, I think it's just getting used to a different kind of like culture of doing things. And yes. it's so similar in England, the way teams do things and coming over here it was it, it was you could notice there was a bit of um it, it did differ a bit um but at the moment i think teams are starting to realize what it takes to kind of go and play at that type of level and it's um yeah. it's a really kind of at the moment i think it's a real exciting league to be in at the moment i think oh, um, and i think there's no you go and watch any game in 
the Premiership or the Championship, and they're so exciting. And yeah. I think it's uh, it's it's a rule to go and play in them games is even better. I think you and Lauren have a major impact on, like you said, how everyone's taking a turn for the better and a lot more teams are trying to play football and it's a lot more exciting because I remember times last year we yeah we were in the championship but even when we came up against bigger teams saying the cup we didn't look out of place in the slightest if anything sometimes we end up being the better team of the day um, and I think that's a lot down to what's going on at the club and the way you're actually trying to play your football No I agree I agree and I think like you said when we were going up against teams in the championship and we were playing cup games against teams in the premiership and we didn't look out of place and I think it was probably down to the football we were playing and maybe we towards the end of games we might have maybe got maybe out muscled a bit and and things but that we learned from them and I think going into games we were always knowing that we were going to be the best footballing team and I think that goes such a long way in winning a game and I think like a lot of teams now in even the premiership and even the championship are looking to play like that and it's um it's a real exciting place to be a league to be a footballer in for yourself it was quite a strong goal scoring season last season like uh, nine goals I think it was ten and then and you got in <laughs> how much Lauren dominated that the team of the season I think it was you and a few others Jeff Hughes and Sully all made the team of the season for that championship yeah I think it showed kind of not just that we had we had, we had really good individuals in that team but I think it showed because there were so many of us in the team of the season I think it showed how well we were doing as a team and it wasn't just one or two players that were winning the games for us every week. It was everyone. And if you're going to kind of play that type of football, you need every single one of your players to be um, to be really good. And we at that time we we were, and um, it was yeah, it was. I think it worthy does the amount of players that we did have playing in uh, in the team of the season at the end of the year. I think because we were. We were playing really good football and um, I think the gaffer um, had kind of drilled kind of all of all of that made all of the work that we've been doing with the gaffer, you know, playing football and working together as a team made it all worthwhile and it made us winning games so much easier. Um, we were, you could rely on everyone in the team and it was, it was like, we. I felt really good playing in that team. I just want to ask you Ben, what would you say is your favourite position because obviously a, a tally of 10 goals from left wing back is some fee in itself but uh, even like this season I remember one game I think it was against Balmain we played up at the showgrounds I remember you were I think it was like left wing or left attacking mid or so, a lot more f- further up the pitch but do you have uh, a pre- preference where you play or is it solely down to where Tiernan ends up putting you on the day? Uh, a bit of both really, but um, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I think um, I think you know when I played that season at left wing back, um, that was where I was really I was playing what I felt like was some of my best football, and yeah. I really kind of settled in settled into that position, and um, I think this season um, it's been slightly different, and I've been playing a bit higher, and it's been great because it's been it's brought out more of my like creative side and I've been asked to do a different role and I've I've really enjoyed that. Um, But I'd say going from the season in the championship and I I like playing wide left, but saying that I think if, if I was told to play 
um, more central or higher, I could suit that role as well. Um, and I think it's important to be able to do that. I think, um, yeah, 100%. you know, when there's there's always going to be injuries and um, things like that, and to have a team where you can fit in a few positions is only going to be beneficial. Yeah. I think it's spot on, especially in a premiership. Adaptability is a is a big thing, you know. When you come against so many different teams with different ways like to play, you have to be ready for well, whatever you're coming up against. I think that was the difference. I think in the championship, we obviously there were some great teams in that league, but I think yeah. our team was so solid. We didn't. It was almost like teams were having to they were having to change for us rather than us yeah, changing yeah, yeah. for them. And I think like going into the Premiership, it's obviously it's the league above and there's as better standard of players. And yeah. I think you having to go into teams and you may have to change your own yeah. side to for the team that you face. And that's when, like you said, it's important that not just for me kind of playing um more wide or inside, I think it's important that you know you might there might be games where um, Jeff might be asked to play higher or deeper or yeah, depending yeah. on the team that we're playing and I think it's important that um, all players can do that otherwise you end up becoming quite like predictable and quite rigid and it's um, so yeah it's, it is important to do that yeah. even though the championship season was so successful when we came up or you came up this season did you notice much of a change in the standard from the, to the premiership I think like any like whenever you get promoted into any league I think when you go up a the obviously the, the standard of players is going to be better and I think um, the fitness of players was better and I thought the way that teams were organised um, I think playing against teams in the championship we were such a good team and we found it at times quite easy to break teams down and I think going into the premiership teams were a bit more they were a lot more organised and it made it harder for us to play our game and they would work on us more and um, focus on our strengths more. And that's when we had to start to change. And there was a bit of a difference. Um, but I think uh, I think it just made everything that we did, we had to be more ruthless in everything we did. We had to be quicker and faster and sharper and fitter. And I think we knew that going in. And um, I think it's not until you're there doing it. Is that's when you start to realise. Talk to me a bit about that transition, Ben, because it's a quite a thing playing in the championship last year. And I think it's fair to say, like you said, we were just so solid. Teams had to adapt to break us down. But going into the premiership, where you're not necessarily expected to nearly win every game, where you've got really tough games and, you know, it's a very long season with regards, especially when the split happens. Is it, what's the, like, uh, from a mentality side of it, you know, not all, rather than going in and expecting to win games, you might have to sometimes expect to play for the draw or like really dig in deeply on. Yeah, I think no, or certainly from our like I don't, we would, we would never, we would never ever play for kind of thinking, oh, it'd be good to make, like, I know what you're saying, like maybe think, oh, it might be good if we got a point here. I yeah. think we would never ever go into, we would never go into a game thinking that. I think it would yeah. be, we we take it kind of each game as it comes and yeah. say we have Crusaders on the Saturday all week. We talk about the Crusaders and think about the Crusaders and uh, do what know what we have to do and know what they're going to do. And so it gives us the best idea. And, you know, then, that's when the game's over. 
whatever happens in the game is done and you work on the things that maybe did go wrong from our point of view and say then we play Dungannon next Saturday everything then is built up to Dungannon and I think yeah. my myself personally and I would always do that as a player I think it, you can I think fans and people you it is I know what it's like you can quite easily I know what you mean you can kind of think ah oh, well if we get a point here against so and so and then three points here we could be here and I think like from my point of view I think I would just always just go well we'll try and we'll win this game and we'll do everything we can to beat them and then as soon as that game's done we'll start thinking about the next one and I think that's the best way to do it in my opinion it seems to come across in uh, Tierney Lynch's interviews if it's ever asked about the season or ahead he's always just says I'm just focused on this game and the next game he doesn't get too far ahead yeah yeah, but that's like I said before, it is so easy as I think more so as fans and you know supporters because they can you can you can get caught up and you look ahead and think well realistically this is maybe how many points we can get and this and that but I think you've got uh, you you've got to take into account maybe injuries and um, you know how the other team are doing and how we're doing and I think if you just take every game as it comes and that's the best way to do things and I think I agree with the gaffer that's the best way of doing it um, because you can you can get caught up and all of a sudden then you you might for instance you might think oh we've got an easy team this week so we won't think about them but we've got Crusaders the next weekend or Linfield and then all of a sudden you're like oh no we slipped up there against this team so we have and it all do you know what I mean you kind of yeah if you just take no matter what every game is just the next game and you just prepare and do everything the same the right way. And that's my opinion. That's the best way of doing things. Yeah, I think, and especially um, with Lauren, it is a tried and tested method and it clearly works. We were, we were clearly, like you said, we, at the start of the podcast, we were on such a good run. And it's just unfortunate the way these circumstances have failed that our run's kind of been cut short in a way. And we never really will get to see, well, hopefully we do, but... Uh, We'll never get to properly see that run of form when the, the split was meant to happen. Yeah, I think I think it gave us. I think we had uh, before the kind of all of this happened. We had we were playing a lot of big games, and I mean there was a stage there. I think we played all one month, and it was just all top yeah. six teams. I think that's when we really kind of started going. Just think about the next game, next game, next game, and we managed to get on that run. And I think the whole season, I think as fans and us as players, I think we all knew that like that run was coming. And yeah. it's frustrating now, maybe for as all that it's maybe just stopped a little bit. But I think it, nothing will change. You go back, and I think the momentum and everything will still be there. And I think it gave us so much confidence that yeah. where it's going to take a really, really good side to come and beat us. Is there anything yeah, you put that momentum down to? Do you think things like the full time and all the training, does that all over time have its effect that you go further in the season? Yeah, big time. I think it gives you the opportunity to work on everything. And there's in detail as well. And we have time as players to work on things that for as long as we want that maybe we need to get right. And if you didn't have that luxury of playing full time, you wouldn't be able to do that. And I think going, you get towards this end of the season and that's when all of those things, you they start coming through. 
and you see the fitness of players which maybe might start to drop off in some teams but for us we just stay strong and we get the chance to work on loads of things and as a team and personally and I think getting towards this end of the season that's when you really start to see why full-time is so beneficial it does I mean it's we had like I said we had that month and I think we played like a Saturday Tuesday and a Friday and they all again I think we got all wins and that for any other team would have been a really really tough week but I think the luxury of us having full-time we got three wins in that week and I think that made a real difference and I think beating them top teams and doing that it gave everyone I think even the fans just that confidence of you know we knew as players and as any way that we could beat anyone but I think it gave everyone the feeling of yeah we can beat anyone now yeah like you said that was that was some week um when you managed to get all those three wins because it is hectic having to prepare for three games in such a short space of time in between each one yeah yeah and I think even look at things that you know around Christmas time and um a lot of it's a big kind of distraction for a lot of players and whereas we were fully focused on just football side and um it was I think being full-time is so beneficial and I think this season it's you, you everyone can see that like like you said from that week where we got them three big wins and other games that we've been able to prepare for we've yeah. gone and shown that and I think it has it, everyone can see that it is really beneficial and you might not have got that at a team that wasn't full-time and yeah. kind of less preparation and you don't look after yourself and your mind's elsewhere and you've you've fully focused all the time on what's next in the fixture list. 100% agree. Um, that it really does come to show the, the fruits of your labour when it comes to the full-time football um, as you're able to focus um, on certain particular games rather compared to other part times that maybe don't have the time to we're going to deep debrief about certain aspects of the game so really is it's great great to see um and i'm just it's unfortunate we were unable to get the season that we all all learn fans jump to have in the premiership but, but i think like from, from us i mean from us from me personally i think from i know all of the staff and the players i think my thing is I'm still thinking that we are going to finish the season and yeah. I think that I don't know what's going to happen and uh, none, nobody does but I think that from me and I think I know that definitely all the other players and staff we're finishing the season and yeah, I think yeah. that's why like, every everyone's mindset is still although we've been off now for a couple of weeks it doesn't matter we've been we're so ready for the season to end uh, for the season to keep going and yeah. we're, we're ready for it to happen and I think we're all staying focused and fit and healthy for that re until someone tells you differently. And I think maybe that's where also being full time, you know, staff and players, we can communicate more and we don't all we've got to worry about is the season being back on and everyone's so I me personally, I'm so I'm I'm thinking that yeah, the season's gonna be played. It's great to hear, especially that you've still got that mindset even in times when every player is isolating by themselves that you're all still preparing for the season essentially and it's great to hear 
you say that, especially like for some fans that may be completely confused and no, don't really know what's happening. They're just like, like the rest of us just eagerly waiting for the football to return. Yeah, I think it is. It, I mean, it is so easy. I think you can, I think if it had happened earlier on in the season, it might be different. But I think because we're so close to the end, I think, I mean, at the start, I mean, I probably, everyone maybe thought, oh, well, the season's done or whatever. And I think... Yeah. We're still, I'm still, and I'm all. I know all the other lads are, and all the other staff are preparing for the season to finish. And it's um, knowing that we could be back in in two weeks or a week, or you never know. And we'll all be ready for if that happens. So, how do you on the season that has taken place? How do you reflect on it? Like, as Lauren as a newly promoted club, do you feel you've achieved what you wanted to achieve so far? I think it was going into the I think it was a for me like looking at it from my point of view I didn't I didn't really I didn't know what to expect I'd never seen and played in the premiership and I'd watched the kind of a couple of games and I didn't it was a strange one because we had done so well in the championship and we kind of thought well well me I kind of thought well I wonder where we'll end up and I thought uh, people say you know it's great we finished with or with sixth at the moment or fifth or whatever we were and I just think well the teams that we've played and we've gone into games I think I've never certainly uh, I think all the lads will say the same and the staff we've never gone into a game thinking ah oh, do you know what like they're actually better than us and we shouldn't win today and I think if looking back I think maybe it take it's taken everyone me and as well that kind of year to maybe just think right this is what we're knowing we're going to expect and we had so many new people and changes at the club and it took everything a while just to kind of click into place and I think we're only kind of seeing that now back end of the season which is a shame in a way because I think we start the season like we have we'd be flying and I think looking back on some of the results we probably had now we're probably thinking how did we why did we lose that how did we draw that and but you can't look like that now but I think where we've ended up I think it's it's been positive I think it just shows that now every and now we're talking about I mean if we come back of you look at the league table anything can happen and yes. I think that's we've put ourselves in that situation I think that's that's great and I think like we should be really proud of that and I think it's something that to build on for the next year you hit the nail on the head there in terms of it's a shame the way the season's folded out as is but I think we've had a very successful season in terms of performances and points on the pitch and then even off the pitch like for you as a player what's it, what's it like really having this like community engagement within Lauren because from a fan's perspective I think it's fantastic to see like how the community's grown essentially with the team it's um, it's 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 mad. I think for for me, I think um, see, I I came from England. And I've lived in Lahn now for two, three years, and it's it's been amazing to kind of see and how much everyone is behind you and how much everyone like really cares. And it's so good from like players ends as well, kind of seeing how much it means to everyone. And um, I think. I know that all the boys are just kind of wanting to give that back. We see the support that everybody gives us every week and on, on match days and, you know, on social media and even just walking around town. And it's great from a player's point of view because, and even from staff and 
I'm sure Kenny as well, because it's it just shows that everything you're doing is for a, a good reason. It's just saying things like the brighter futures and the song with the music yard. It just shows how the club and the community are like fused very much together. Yeah, I don't think you would you would see that at a lot of places. I think um, I, I I I don't think you would, and I think everything that everyone does for us is it doesn't doesn't go like unnoticed and it it does really mean a lot to everyone at the club and i uh, i think it's it's, su- it's such a good feeling and you kind of like you said before earlier it's all for one and it's it's such a it is such a good feeling that feeling of togetherness is is great and um i'm like really happy to be a part of that and i know all the other boys are as well it can only go on to bigger and better things essentially so uh, the fact that we were able to have such a Good, the good performances on the pitch just made everyone ten times better. It seemed. Yeah, definitely. I think um, you kind of, yeah, people, people really understand kind of what you're doing, and when you're going and playing games, they, yeah, they, they, they realise what's what's going on at the club, and they, they are so supportive. No, it's, it's, it's great to be a part of. We can only look forward to what will be in the next upcoming months, I suppose. From your point of view, you mentioned there about how you are still hoping for the end of the season. Is there already talks of aims and ambitions for next season or is it still focusing on finishing this season at hand? You said before, like what the gaffer says in his um, interviews and stuff, I think you just take it game by game. And yep. I think you could, It's I think it's the fans kind of job to look ahead to next season and yeah. for us as players and the staff and everyone, I think it's just looking about here and now. And it would be so easy, I think, to kind of think, uh, well, this season's done, like let's just look ahead at next season and I think we can finish here and there and here. I think we've got to focus on our next game that's going to happen after this is finished, and that's what we're doing. But before before we go, Ben, um, I just wanted to ask you that since this first season we've had back in the Premiership for so long, has there has there been any particular highlights for yourself? Whether it be uh, the port, like the the wins against like Linfield or Glentoran, or even like the music video with the music yard there for the upcoming the yeah. Irish Cup against Colerain. Yeah, I think um, off the field things. I think we do we do so much stuff and we all enjoy them. And it's, um, it's stuff like that. I think you know the the song we do uh, we did before games and and things. It's it, it's all it's great because at the start you would never have thought any of that would have happened and uh, it's just great to see it all building and all happening and it's everything that we do it's been a real good highlight for me and I think beating teams where when you when you speak to fans that have been fans since before anything and um, you realise like we haven't beaten say I can't remember how long it was before we had beaten Glenn Torren or someone someone said to me I can't remember and it was years and years and that was a long time see yeah, seeing people's faces and fans' reactions when I think we beat Linfield and Glen Torren and them in the space of a week, I think it's it was a real highlight. I think yeah. it was seeing how happy and how much it made, how buzzing the fans were. It was that was such a good feeling. And yeah. I think from that was from like the fans' point of view, and I think for us it made everyone so confident and like proud to play for Lyon and it was it was a great feeling me personally I think beating them teams and um, doing so well uh, seeing all the fans how much they how happy they were and how buzzing they were it was that was a real real highlight 
for me um because at the end of the day like that's all the like, like you said the music yard and all the other things it's uh it, the fans are amazing and it's so good to kind of give all the back like that with two great wins like that and yeah um it's it makes it all worthwhile and i think looking at the season beating teams like that i think it it's a highlight for everybody and it's yeah. it's so good and it makes brings that like you said that togetherness that we have even stronger and it's uh, such a good highlight to look back on long may it continue and hopefully you keep banging out the cracker songs of the music yard I'm sure we will I'm sure we will <laughs> and we will have us down there again I'm telling you <laughs> <laughs> hopefully big big tune for when we all get back from this isolation Mark anything you want to add I just want to ask them when's the training video coming for what the social media fans want it <laughs> what, do you, what do you want me to do to be fair I've been practicing some kick ups with a toilet roll so uh, I might see how that gets on <laughs> the training videos oh, I best get out on the field then <laughs> we'll be keeping it to it no. then we'll be keeping it to yeah, it no. well, th- thanks, thanks for coming on well hopefully no I'll be back on and Bare circumstances, hopefully. Yeah. So, yeah. but anyways, thanks so much, Ben, for coming on. No, thanks, thanks a lot. for having me. Cheers. 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 Thank you all, listeners, so much for listening to the Invercast, the official Lauren Football Club podcast. Be sure to keep an eye out in our socials for the episodes in the coming weeks, whether that be through Facebook at Lauren Football Club, the Twitter at Lauren FC, Instagram at Lauren Football Club, or the official club website. Again, thank you all so much for listening, and we hope to see you again soon.